The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with your hosts, Mike Sauter and Jacob Padilla. Everyone, welcome into another episode of Nebraska Preps Post Game, where we recap everything that happened last week in uh, boys' state basketball. Talk some girls a little bit too, but uh, busy, really busy week last week on the hardwood across the state. Um, highlighted, I guess, by. Uh, the Heartland Hoops Classic, I guess we start there. And um, what happened in those six games. And, um, yeah, I, they were all, like, decently good, except for the Gretna game. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty good <laughs> job by Tino Martinez out there organizing. Right off the bat, had two uh, games that Close went right, games. Down to the, yeah. right down to the buzzer. Then the third game was pretty competitive. Late run kind of created separation there. Um, the, the class A game was really competitive as well. Um, yeah, the Gretna Pembroke Hill was, wasn't, uh, didn't stack up to the rest, but then Bellevue West sunrise and the nightcap was fantastic. So let's start with game one though, right off the bat and with, uh, Tino's, uh, Crusaders of Grand Island, Central Catholic pulling out a 46, 44 win against Elkhorn yeah. Valley. Central Catholic's playing a lot better right now. Um, the game was I thought really good. Yeah. I, I mean, it was back and forth. It was pretty competitive. Um, Central Catholic is like, pre- they don't make a bunch of mistakes, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're super young. They're, they're oldest One players. Junior, junior. Yeah. And then freshman, sophomores, yeah. rest and starting. I mean, lineup. it's just, yeah, there's not, um, yeah. Thomas Birch is a nice yeah. player. I liked him. The, uh, the most impressive part was they led most of the way and then come down and Kellen Olandick. Who had who ended up leading them the scoring, but got up to a slow start. They defended him really well. Mm-hmm. Um, got free for a three to tie it up with about yeah. twenty five seconds left. And uh, Central Catholic didn't didn't panic. Put the ball yeah. in their freshman point guard's hands. Kind of ran down the clock, yeah. held for a last play. I was surprised they didn't take a yeah. timeout there, just with the young team yeah. and all that. But Braylon Wolf it is like for a freshman. Yeah. He's a little guy, like he just is. But he's pretty good. Yeah. Like he. Like I liked him. I liked his demeanor. He can score. He can get to a spot and um, exactly, made a huge play. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. Got to the free throw line and then def- caught a defender ball watching. Hit uh, Birch cutting at the on the baseline for, yeah. for the layup as uh, yeah went went through the the rim as time expired. So um, really heads up play by him and those two led the way. Birch finished eighteen points, eight boards, really efficient uh, game for him. And then. Wolf went three seven from three and six of six from the line. Mm. Uh, hit a couple of clutch ones to put them up three before Owen Dick shot for the tie. Um, so really impressive performance by those two. I said Owen Dick had thirteen himself. Um, 
pretty efficient. Uh, Corbin Warner, 10 points, five boards, four assists. Uh, but GSEC made the final play and uh, uh, gave uh, Tino a chance to just kind of sit back and enjoy the rest of the day yeah. uh, without having to think about a yeah, loss there. Central Catholics now 10 and 10, moved to 500. They might be there. That's a little like, I mean, I don't know. They're a little dangerous. Like if they're, depending on what sub district they're in and all that. So they're playing really well. They're playing a lot better after a little bit of a slow start. Yep. And in game two, we saw two of the best in C1 go head to head. Yeah. A uh, little bit of a uh, bit of a surprise. Uh, Jack Poppy, the uh, Dolphin play, Trouble I told sophomore. You, we were guard. sitting there, and you were like, "He's not playing. Like, he's warming his, up." His coach said he wasn't going <laughs> to play. I know, but his he was dad said up. he wasn't going to play. Uh, he had warmed up, so he, he <laughs> suffered an ankle injury right. the the previous week. Missed uh, their what, two games, and then most of the the game he got hurt, and it happened like two minutes into the game. Um, so missed a couple games. Went through warmups Friday night, but wasn't able to go. Uh, and then Saturday, just going through warmups, talked to trainer, ended up getting cleared. And right away when he came out, it looked like, oh boy, he's he's kind of laboring there. But as the game went on, I guess the general one got going. Yeah. yeah, he uh, settled in there and had a huge game for them and gave Concordia a chance to to knock off, or gave Donovan Trumbull a chance to knock off Concordia, um, who's number three in the poll. Uh, Donovan Trumbull uh, is number six. Right. And no change in uh in those two yeah um, deserve the week so. exactly yeah. um but uh yeah it was i mean concordia built an 11 point lead in the second quarter yeah it looked uh, like they were going to run away a little bit even the from the jump to start yeah. the game it looked like they were going to just take over yeah uh and that's why poppy checked in two minutes late it was like uh don't like the way this game started <laughs> yeah. checked in very quickly and yeah. then um like got it out but uh they rallied in the third quarter. Parker Volk got hot, knocked down three threes in the third quarter. Another sophomore there. Um, got them back to make it a one-point game, and it's back and forth in the, uh, in, throughout the fourth quarter. And Carter Sunday uh, gave Concordia the lead with a floater, um, and then Donovan Trumbull came up empty on their next possession looking for the answer. Uh, they, they fouled Sunday. He went one of two with a few, uh, like five or seconds left, whatever it is. And Jack Thrasher flew in there and grabbed the, the, the rebound off the second miss. But Poppy snuck up behind him, ripped it out of his hands, and nearly threw it in from the opposite volleyball line. It's just a, a few inches short there, caught the net uh, at the front of the rim. So heck of an effort there, but Concordia held on for the two-point win. And Sunday was huge. Uh, scored all 11 of his points in the second half, including seven in the fourth quarter. Andrew Coolis, uh coaches on there. He started hot, yeah, too. Yeah, he, uh, he led him with 13 points. It wasn't... Uh, I mean, Donovan Trumbull did a good job defending Concordia. Like Quentin mm-hmm. McCafferty didn't have a big offensive game. Jack mm-hmm. Thrasher got in foul trouble, um, finished with single digits. So like the, the their main scores, other guys, yeah, stepped up exactly. Uh, and that's what you that's what you need. They're gonna when, need it going yeah. coming down the stretch here in, in district and maybe state. You know, there's yeah. a, it's it's got to be potential state. Else. Yeah, yeah, state tournament preview for sure. For sure. Uh, Volk went five of eight from three, scored fifteen points, five boards. Poppy had, did a bit of everything: thirteen points, five boards, four assists, four blocks, three steals. Uh, and then Jane Williams, the the senior there for um, Donovan Trumbo, who's been. He, uh, he played in uh, the Heartland Hoops class a couple years ago. First time I saw him play mm-hmm. and kind of popped as a sophomore then uh, for me. At 12 points, five boards uh, was part of that big comeback in the second half as well. But uh, Donovan Trumbull came up just a little bit short. Uh, again, not 
re uh, really competitive game. You don't come out feeling worse about either one of those teams in terms of what they could potentially do in the postseason. Uh, I think a rematch down, down the line could, could be really interesting. But uh, game three, we saw another uh, of those C1 teams. Man, again, it just seems like every year the top of C1 is so strong. Uh, and it is again this year with Ogallala giving Crete everything it could handle. Uh, in game three there, uh, the Cardinals pulled away in the second half for a 68-58 win, but I was really impressed. Sawyer Smith was really impressive. 100%. Yeah. And he put the team on his back, scored 10 points in the first quarter, uh, and on, a, like, tough shots. Mm -hmm. Like, step back threes, hand in the face mid-range. He's put uh, together, too. Like, yeah. built, like, for a young guy like that, he's, yeah. Uh, a lot to like there, I think. Yeah, for sure. And Ogallaw was up the 30-27 at, at halftime. Uh, did a really good job defensively on Crete in, in the first half. Uh, but Crete settled in in the second half. They used runs of 15-2 to in the third quarter and then 9-0 in the fourth um, to, to take control. And they shot almost 60% from the field in the second half, went 6-12 from three. Um, so it just... Uh, Ogallala just couldn't quite keep up in the second half as uh, Crete got going there. But um, again, good showing uh, from Ogallala, who remained at five. No, uh, coaches obviously aren't going to hold that no. loss against them, uh, against the best team in B, who is still undefeated. Yeah. What, 20 0 now? He's um, the best team in B. Yep. Right a now. Uh, Aiden McDowell, 19 points, nine boards, three assists. Uh, Justice Gardner, another good game, 15 points, six boards. Um, again, really important defense weight, three of five from three. Uh, Kenner Svitak had 15 points, five boards, uh, struggled with his three ball, which is normally a good shooter. Uh, but he was a big part of that fourth quarter run at eight of his, uh, eight, eight of his, um, 15 in the fourth quarter and all at the rim. So, um, really good showing by him. And, and then Sawyer Smith finished with 20 points, five boards, five assists, eight of 14 from the field, two of five from three. Um, and man, it was a really physical game. The officials, I think kind of let that game get out of control. A bit. I can talk with, about this. Yeah, with the what they want to talk about that. Reach like th th those those two teams are beating each other up. We as may or may out. not have <laughs> assigned the wrong officials. Anyway, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, still a good game. Uh, and then game four was a good game as well. You had uh, two class A yeah. teams. It's a big the, game, yeah. really, like swing game district hosting stuff. Yeah, Papillion the Vista South coming off of the the upset surprise by Papillion the Vista yeah. on Friday night in, in that rivalry game at the Black Hole, uh, and uh, and Pap Papillion the Vista playing a little bit better recently. Yeah. Obviously, they got a lot of young guys. Reese, but, uh, uh, Reese coming back, Reese Kircher coming but, back, totally changes helps them. They hit that little bit of a lull with him out. But, him back helps. Yeah, took took that loss Friday night and then bounced back and beat Carney, who had been on a nice little run here. Mm -hmm. Um, had climbed up to number nine uh, in the poll last week after being out. Um, We're talking like Carney and Papio South right now are 10 and 11 in wildcard points. Yeah. They're right on the edge of. So evenly matched game and went down to Papio South 64, Carney 57. Um, it, it was kind of a wild game early. There were some huge runs uh, that kind of balanced each other out, made it tight in the second half after a lot of points in the first half. It was 11-11 in, in the third quarter. Kind of things grinded down a little bit. Uh, and then back and forth early in the fourth, Jacob Weber hits a three off a hammer play that uh, really bothered Coach Heaser because he knew that's exactly what they were going to run, and they ran it and got the shot anyway uh, to take a 53-52 lead uh, at that point, I believe it was. Um, 
or uh, 55-54, whatever it was. 55-54. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they took the lead there, and then Papio South responded with an 8-2 to two run, including six from Reese Kircher. All eight were at the basket. They just mm-hmm. did a great job of getting downhill, got some stops, uh, and then Carney just couldn't able – wasn't able to find the answer. Um, Wes, uh, Wes Frost was terrific, 17 points, mm-hmm. five boards, 6-9 from the field, 3-5 from three. Uh, Bryson Ball – Really efficient, but they did a good job of face guarding, making sure he didn't get many touches throughout the game. He had 16 points, only took five shots and six free throws, a four or five from the field, three or four from three, and five or six from the line. Um, and then Reese Kircher stepped up late, had 15 points, five boards, four assists, two steals. Uh, and they had a good game from Jane Herrera as well, which was really important. Had 10 points, had a couple they of threes, somebody else, five assists, um, a lot of those early to kind of get them going. So um, great job by the Titans to get that win. Ben Johnson, 16 points, 14 rebounds. Jake Weber, 13 points, four boards. But Papio South held them to a combined 12 of 35 shooting. Yeah. And that, that'll that'll get it done <laughs> for sure. Really impressive defensive performance. Carter Lee had 15. Asher Endorf had 11. Uh, but Carney couldn't, uh, couldn't quite find enough to, to keep up. So the Titans, after taking that tough loss on Friday, bounced back, get back on, uh, on track. And Carney... Uh, again, not. It's kind of a toss-up game in, in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. There, uh, no, no shame in that loss as well. Uh, and they uh, actually moved moved up a spot because uh, of uh, the week that Lincoln Southeast had. Right. Carney climbed from nine to eight despite taking that loss. Uh, they also beat Westview uh, on uh, Monday and then beat Southeast on Friday night. So um, all in all, a pretty good week for the Bearcats, who are sitting at fourteen and six now. Um, game five, you mentioned that, yeah, it was kind of the one that didn't really not, uh, provide a lot of excitement. Yeah. Uh, Gretna raced out to a 26 to nine lead early. Uh, Pembroke Hill actually cut it down to, to six at, at halftime. Uh, it was 31, 25. And then Gretna proceeded then it was to 32 point. Yeah. It was a 28 <laughs> to two run to start the yeah. second half early into the fourth quarter, 28 to two. Yeah. Uh, Pembroke Hill went one of 15 from the field during that run. Uh, and Gretna just kind of dominated there. Landon, of course, he had a big third quarter to help kind of break it open. Um, and then, I mean, the, the final score was 66-51. Uh, a lot closer than the game itself was because Pembroke Hill made nine of their last 10 shots, I think, after uh, Gretna put in their subs and uh, started game some young guys. Uh, just... They got hot and started throwing everything in to make the final margin order. They, they got to have someone else step up off that mm-hmm. bench to help them out a little bit. Yeah. That's super important. Anyway. Uh, so that, uh, I mean, Pekorski, 18 points, seven boards, five assists, just kind of yeah, doing what he does. Uh, Ed, like I said, scored 11 in that third quarter. Alec Wilkins, another really good game, 17 points, seven, nine from the field. A um, couple of free throws, hit his only three attempts, so. Uh, those two led the way with some of the other guys struggling uh, and Gretna um, kind of checking in there, remaining there at number four. Uh, and then finally, last game, yeah. Belle- Bellevue West 62, Sunrise Christian Academy 60. I had talked to Coach Steve Klein uh, before the game and just, I mean, year in, year out, we see these games. The best players in the state yeah, step up so. and uh, we've seen Hunter Salas and St. Thomas have huge games. Chucky. Yeah, Chucky Hepburn, uh, Iowak and Wole back in the day. Yeah. Um, just guys throughout uh, the, these years. That, Every year, these the yeah. big kind of that big game, the big players yeah. actually 
and and either give their team a chance to win against uh, a much more talented team or uh, or they actually pull it off. And this time they did. Sunrise Christian was without a pair of four star guards. Uh, David Castillo is a Kansas State commit. Uh, Jeremiah Green is a junior uh, with high major offers. Um, But still for their other five starters, even without those guys, have D1 offers led by Spencer Aarons, who Nebraska and others have offered their six nine wing who was fantastic at 26 and 12 in the game. Um, so there was still plenty of talent, a lot of size. Uh, Bellevue West shook up their starting lineup. Um, they put Jacob Rope in there with Robbie Garcia to match up with the size a little bit more, um, which I don't, I don't know if they've done that all season. I think they've pretty much stuck with the same lineup. So uh, and Jacob uh, Rope responded. Um, it was actually I'm talking about like the best player stepping up. Jane Jackson certainly did that right off the bat, went three. Three, three on yeah. Bellevue West first three possessions, put them out to a 92 lead. They were up 10 at one point. Sunrise Christian battled back, tied it after one, but uh, uh, Jackson hit three more threes in the, the second quarter, including just a stupid one from the volleyball line uh, at the end of the shot clock, just pulled up and buried it. Um, he was just unbelievable to start that game. Uh, and, and they were up four at halftime. Uh, and then the three stopped falling in the, in the second half. Mm. And after they scored three two pointers in the first uh, half, struggling to deal with the length, athleticism, went nine for nine in the second quarter inside the arc yeah. with Jacob Rope kind of leading the way there. Uh, Jacob's such a big body, yeah. he can create space. It's exactly what he did. Scored 10 points in that quarter to kind of make up for the fact that three stopped falling. Uh, and they were up, I mean, they pushed the lead double digits and led by eight going in the fourth quarter. And then Sunrise Christian kind of locked up and Bubby West won a while. Uh, had a really tough time scoring. Uh, Sunrise Christian 16 to four run to open the fourth quarter, took the lead, uh, took a three point lead with 90 seconds to play. And then Eldon Turner, who had one point at that point, hadn't made a shot. Um, they moved the ball, hit him on the wing, rise up and knocks down a three as a defender falls down into his legs and takes him out. So it gets a four point play there to give them the lead. Uh, just a huge shot. Like I said, the only field goal he made all game long, and it's the biggest uh, mm-hmm. shot of the game. Um, then they go down, and Sunrise Christian had three chances to tie the game, uh, or take the lead, rather. They missed miss a shot, missed another shot, uh, got that off in the rebound as well, but then turned the ball over. And uh, WS went over and got uh, tracked down the loose ball, and they, they fouled Jane Jackson. He split the free throws, so a two-point game going into the final possession here. And Turner again, uh, put the ball to Caleb Williams, six, five, big athletic wing. Um, he attacked the basket. Turner slid over from the weak side, got his feet set, took the charge right in the chest. Did you know it's pro time? Omaha, the Omaha supernovas have taken the court in Omaha, 11,000 people over 11,000 tickets sold in the first two game home get home matches. Uh, for the super supernovas, the supernovas roster includes NCAA national champions, all Americans, and Olympians. You should join the volleyball movement sweeping across the country and see your major league volleyball team, the Omaha Supernovas. You can secure your season and single match tickets now at supernovas.com. And uh, with five seconds to go, and Bell West got the ball and it ran out the clock. So um, just Winning time, yeah. Elton Turner stepped up and made plays. Um, so uh, Bobby West 
continues their run. Haven't lost since that early season Miller North game. Uh, Jackson finished seven to twelve from three with twenty four points. Uh, a rope had twelve points, seven boards. Um, and again, was huge there getting that start. So, WS is good. Yeah, <laughs> and they showed it again uh, in right that there one. There again. Yep. Uh, okay. So real that, quick. That, yeah. Yeah. Heartland Hoops Classic. So let's kind of hit on some of the other yeah, uh, big games throughout the week. Class, class A and B, because there were some significant yeah. results. Cent- Omaha Central had a tough week with 0 and 2, I believe, right? Correct. Yes. Um, uh, two close ones. So they they had WS beat. Yeah, they were up right three in. Um, in, in the final minute. And then Steven Polacek, tough three, tough three to tie it. And then Central will have a chance here to kind of to win the game. WS is pressing, get the ball in. I guess they stepped on the baseline. Yeah. Uh, for a turnover. Some debate about the officiating yeah. that happened in that game, but I wasn't there, so I can't yeah. say. Can't speak to it. But uh, <laughs> yeah. stepped on the baseline, turned it back over to Bell West. Then they run a play and get Robbie Garcia a bucket in the yeah, lane that. for yeah. the win. Um, so Bell West found a way to kind of steal that one there. Central had that thing. Um, uh, had that thing nearly won, and uh, I mean, they uh, central force 17 Bellevue West turnovers. Uh, well, they can guard you, we, we know that. Yep, just don't know if they can score enough, but yeah, yeah. they but, definitely uh, will guard you. Yep, Jane Jackson had 20 points, uh, eight of 11, five three of five from three. Polichek had 16, 60 percent shooting, three triples. Garcia had 16 and six, um, really efficient, but again, 17 turnovers allowed uh, central to kind of have a chance there. Uh, Devin Holman had 19 points. Uh, Dylan Thomas, 15 points, five boards. DJ Sterling, 11 points, five assists. And Kevon uh, Newsom, 10 points. That's what they need. They need offensive balance. They need more than just Thomas um, kind of taking all the shots there. So th- they got the better balance in, in that game and had a chance to knock off the, the best team in the state. So, uh, And then they followed that loss up with a 56-52 loss to Omaha North on Saturday, who... We talked yeah, about man. North. North like, is rolling a little bit. They have this run to kind of prove themselves uh, to close out the season, and that was a huge win. The, yep, there, there's, uh, there's the first one. Uh, two couple, couple, a uh, couple tough ones coming up here. Central to beat them out, by but... twenty in the Metro Conference tournament. Yeah, yeah. Bounce back and tell me you're getting better. <laughs> without telling me you're getting better, hundred percent. And can they haven't? Minor Strong has obviously played a lot of varsity ball for them, but right. it, they're. Jaron Williams, yeah, Jaren, just well. a sophomore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they got a lot of other guys kind of stepping up and uh, filling out those roles. And um, they got they got big week. They yeah. play uh, Omaha Westside Tuesday, and then at Omaha Bryan Friday, and then finish with Lincoln High. Yep. Uh, again, Minor Strong had a big week. Jaron Jer- Williams, consistent double digit scorer. They got twelve points from Dakai Turner in, in that uh, that central game, and that was huge. Like you get him scoring in addition to kind of the, your, your steady three with, with strong Williams. And then um, Deandre Harper at 11.7 boards. That's how you pull off a win like this. You have your other guys step up and Turner did in that one. Um, and they did a really good job on Thomas and Holman. They scored 29 points, but it took them 32 shots combined. So really good defense uh, by the Vikings there. Um, mentioned that Carney beat Southeast on Friday um and then win for yeah carney too and then gretna hammered brian uh on tuesday there uh before the the pembroke hill game so brian's kind of they're struggling a little bit they've fallen out of the pole and they've lost uh, a few now here um 
got to find a way to kind of stabilize things heading into the postseason here so that yeah. that central uh or that north game is going to be big yeah north, uh, north has won 12 in a row <laughs> and west side's won seven of eight and they, tomorrow night this is a big game for both of them i think like just confidence and all of that um not necessarily west side because they're expected to be good right yeah. for north to say hey like no we're good this year that that would be a huge win if they can do it yep yeah. so like we said it's kind of proving time there so yeah uh some big games in class b as well it's yeah just when scott Sky. takes a couple of losses uh fall down to five in the uh, coaches poll rolling. which is uh kind of lower than we've seen them several years now and then bam they take on the number two number three teams in the three good wins yeah. actually mount michael norris yeah. and elkhorn i mean knocking off at norris and then beating elkhorn close 49 yeah. 46 and uh the 60 57 game at norris on tuesday you were at that game, one man. like yeah Brock it was, was a stud it was tight throughout like yeah. every single way down then, how, how they yeah uh, and then yeah. the one then this the the one thing that scott you're like ah oh, do they have enough outside shooting from their guards what happens in the third quarter they hit three threes <laughs> and it's like whoa or late third quarter early mm-hmm. fourth they hit three threes and it's like okay like and then it was a game like yeah. then you knew like okay and th- that gave him a lead um and a- again brock show was just tremendous like he was awesome he's 24 i think 22 24 points 10 rebounds a couple blocks monster dunk he was doing everything and it, he twice got a shot block from behind because junior gardner blocked the show junior gardner's he, really he does well a right lot now. of stuff like he's yeah. just out there just doing a little bit of everything yeah, offense defense playing really yeah. well like at least he did in that game and then uh for norris but he blocked a shot and it was the second time that it happened so blocked a shot from behind brock gathers the ball most of the time that ball goes out of bounds off someone you can't gather it good enough bends over gathers it puts it up and one hits it and then norris late i mean did a really nice job i mean late game situation there's three seconds left and get it to half court uh scud actually had a foul to give gave it at half court which is smart and there then norris timeout and norris run coach Moore drew up a really good play uh for gardner to get the ball and he was open it was just there was like you know one point whatever seconds so I left that kind something of rush it up so and... kind of threw it up it almost went <laughs> I, I was standing kind of opposite and i saw it and i was like oh i was under the basket i saw it. i was like oh that's going in because it looked good yeah. you know off his hand but it's low off balance but those are two teams clearly that are in the mix and b it's just can i don't know about beating creep but like they're clearly in the mix but that was a this is a really good week for confidence wise for Scott. And they move up in our pull from five to two and rightfully so, right? You beat well, Elkhorn and yeah. And yeah. they followed up for 49, 46 win uh, against Elkhorn on Friday. Uh, and they, again, you, you hold the team to 46 points. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good defensive effort. Uh, Nixon farmer, sophomore was the only uh, antler in double figures with 10. Uh, 10 points there. So um, good good defensive showing from the Skyhawks. After losing uh, three in a row, Scott's lost. Yeah. Scott lost three in a row to, you know, Pius Central and then Bennington yeah. at Bennington. And then they beat my Michael Norris Elkhorn. And then they have Bishop Healing. Sioux City Healing comes to Scott on yeah. Tuesday. And then yeah. they finish it off with Aurora on Thursday night. 
and Heelan we saw um, play a competitive game with Norris yeah, a couple weeks good. back at the yeah, I mean, Nebraska Prep Classic. Yeah. They've got Matt Knoll. Matt Knoll's a good player. It's going to be a tough matchup with, with right. Scholl there. It'll be kind of fun to watch those two go at it. Just kind of wonder how they'll feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, fortunately, I, I've got Creighton on Tuesday night. Won't be able to, to watch any high school games, but uh, there's definitely some good matchups uh, if you're going to be out and about. Um, you, Norris, after the... Uh, the loss to, to Scott bounce back and go to Elkhorn North and handle them 63 46 and credit to Elkhorn North. They fell behind by 17 and then uh, rallied to cut it to seven uh, at, late in the third quarter. And then Evan Greenfield and Barrett Bosiger took over mm-hmm. uh, combined for a 15 to two run to stretch the lead to 20. Uh, they, they scored, I think seven for Greenfield, eight for Bosiger during that run. And uh, Greenfield now is, Stepped in the starting lineup. Yeah, um, he started on Tuesday. Yeah. He made some really nice plays. I mean, he's you know it was it, it was one of those things even at the beginning of the year for Norse. Like, yeah. okay, we know this guy's here. We can ease him into yeah. it because we have a lot of depth. So they that's exactly what they've done. They've and, eased him into it, and he earned his way up. And right. Like he um, came up big he's in some big well. moments for them. Kind of figured out what the team needs from him, uh, and, and now he's kind of <laughs> on a talented team. He's emerged as one of their best players uh, as a freshman. Um, so that's definitely a name that you're going to be hearing a lot over the next three and a half years here. Um, but 63-46 was the final. The Greenfield led the way, 21 points, nine boards, shot 60% from the field, hit a couple of threes. Uh, and then uh, Boziger had 17, went five of six from three. Uh, and some tough ones too, like hand in the face, didn't matter, buried it. Like that's what he's capable of doing for them. A uh, little streaky, but when he's on, they're going to be tough to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really impressed with Nike Orgable, uh, sophomore there for Elkhorn North. 14 points, five boards, four assists. Um, basically, all those assists were getting Sun Piotkowski layups around the, the, the bucket there. Um, so, Piotkowski, obviously, another sophomore. So, the two guys, they, they don't have any. It was senior night for the girls who um, got big games from Britt yeah. Prince at 28 and 10 for her. Um, and McKenna Murphy at 19 and 10. Uh, so they celebrated senior night, but the boys don't have any seniors. No. So uh, they, uh, they're going to be a tough team in the future, but weren't quite ready to, to, to handle Norris on, on Friday night. You mentioned Bennington. I was also there on Tuesday. Um, really entertaining game mm-hmm. at Roncalli. 77-74 uh, in overtime. Uh, Roncalli pulls out yeah. the win. Uh, on game winner. Game winning three just before the buzzer from Brooks Shetler. Um, and it was funny that, uh, they actually had the, the lead on the previous possession, uh, and had chance to run out a lot of clock, took an early clock three going for the dagger. Didn't make it, uh, bending goes down and ties the game up, uh, and come back down and again, go for the three. And this mm-hmm. time Shetler buried it, uh, for the win. So, uh, kind of a nerve wracking and- final minute there for, um, coach Stoffel, but, uh, uh, up and down week for Ron Colley, though. Yeah, because they followed Blair. up and lose to Blair, who mm-hmm. Concordia. I went there on Thursday. Concordia, Concordia just beat handled them, them. Forty. Yeah. Um, well, but, thirty-eight. Whatever. Yeah, kind of a weird week for so Blair just non-competitive against Concordia, but they beat Ron Colley. They had uh, I forgot who they played earlier in the week was more competitive as well. I think Elkhorn maybe. Um, so kind of a weird team to figure out there, but uh, what they're uh, receiving votes now at eight and eleven mm-hmm. because there aren't. 10 teams with winning yeah. records in B that, uh, that actually, yeah. Yeah. um, and Ron Colley goes to, um, uh, Elkhorn to finish the regular season this yeah. Saturday. So. 
Yep. So that was a really good win for the Crimson Pride. Christian Swift, 22 points, six assists. Z- Zarion Rankins came off the bench and gave him a big spark uh, in the second half, scored 15 points before fouling out. Um, um, Hunter Giles scored all 14 in the second half, uh, hit four threes, um, at nine rebounds. And then Shetler, 12, four of eight from three, including the game winner for 12 points there. Um, Austin Kaiser, 23 points, who stepped up again. Be- Bennington lost the starter to injury. They had a starter go down before the season even started. They're the leading returning scorer, and they've kind of found a way to settle in and uh, be solid now. They're sitting at six, dropped a little bit um, in the poll after the loss there, but still uh, a tough team to deal with. Um, so that's kind of the notable results in B. There's not not much. Um, hey, B is, in C- uh, yeah. Yeah. Something. E- not a whole lot of changes in the uh, uh, kind of C and D classes there. No. You can go check out the, the coaches poll on herdatsports.com uh, to kind of see a little bit of shuffling in the second half, but all the ones remain the same. Um, again, most top yeah, five were all pretty close. So pretty. Yeah. There's little movement. I mean, Omaha central going up to five from six because yeah. they won not a ton. Bennington falling to six from yeah. four was something i mean not nothing really no. else like that's you know and now we're heading in the final well, season I guess, the final week of the regular season uh one thing um uh, in c2 amherst jumped ponka because ponka took a loss first so, loss of the season yeah which whatever that's um and hardington cedar catholic or cedar catholic moved up from 10 to 6 in c2 so c2 had some more, the most shake up yeah. i guess of any all right uh Going to close uh, this episode out, episode out with some shout-outs, starting with Beatrice Senior Crewmans, who had a monster week. Uh, in a 59-52 win against Lincoln Christian earlier in the week, uh, Tuesday, I believe, 36 points, 12-21 from the field, 3-6 from 3, 9-9 from the line, 5 boards, 2 assists, and a steal. Followed that up with a school record 40 points, 15-20 uh, shooting, 3-4 from 3, 7-9 from the line. Six boards, two assists, two steals in a 60-50 win at GI Northwest. Mm. So, heck of a week for the yeah. Beatrice senior there. Yeah. Um, hey, before you continue, though, yeah. let me tell you that you need to use your seatbelt to save lives and prevent injuries. And it's only if you're it's properly worn. You have to make it click. And this message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to get out of control. <laughs> yeah. No, Mintz was certainly in control throughout the week uh, for Beatrice, who I believe went 3-0 last week. Um, another another 40-point game, uh, Boyd County senior Darius Hansen started the week 22 points, 8 of 15 from the field, 4-6 uh, from the line, 8 boards, 4 steals, 3 assists, and a 50-44 win against O'Neill St. Mary's, who dropped from 5-10 to 10 in the D2 poll because they took two tough losses uh, there, I believe. Yeah. Um, but uh, followed that up with a 43-point game uh, in a win over Niobrara Verdigre. 17 of 28 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 7 of 8 from the line, 4 boards, 3 assists, and 3 steals. So 65 points in two games. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Jackson Kirchhoff, from the senior from Dundee County Stratton, uh, said his name before. Had a 20-20 game. Uh, had 29 points on 65% shooting. Uh, 20 rebounds, including 6 on the offensive end. 5 assists, 5 steals, 4 blocks in a 61-48 win uh, against Southern Valley, um, and then had 18 points, nine boards, four blocks, three assists, three steals, uh, in a 65-44 win against Alliance later in the week. And then finally, Braden Frager, Lincoln Southwest, 33 points, 11 rebounds, one assist, one block, 
Um, shot 14 and 22 from the field, three of six from three, two of two from the line in an 84 65 win against Lincoln North star. So um, mm-hmm. Southwest is kind of struggling a little bit there, but that's, that's a good city win for them. And yeah. Frager stepped up and yeah, had a monster game to, to lead the way. So yeah. um, speaking of monsters, we uh, got some big matchups here to close out the, the regular season. Oh, yeah. uh, final week here before we get into um, sub district district play yeah. and all that. So, we will uh, we will be back to recap all of that next week um, in the next in the final regular season episode of uh, the boys basketball season for Nebraska Preps postgame. 